Hello, welcome to another episode of Drinking with the Unknown. We are your hosts, Danny and Julio. Halloween, Halloween, ooh, Halloween. Ghostly things are gonna happen. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Halloween spooks outside my window. Halloween spooks behind the tree. Oh my god It's that time It's October again you guys Danny how do you feel sir Fucking super happy This is one of my favorite um, Months Favorite holidays I uh, just everything dude on <clears throat> Was it Friday I went outside um, on my last break And then um, I, I don't know like the, the air smelled like fucking Halloween I don't know how to explain it the fucking weather looked creepy as shit. <laughs> I don't know why I was so fucking happy. You know how, uh, how some fucking people be like, oh, when the sun hits me, it feels fucking good. Like, and it's true, because I've gone to the beach. There's times when the sun hits you, your skin feels all fucking real good. Like tingling shit. Yeah. I felt the same shit when, uh, at night from the fucking the smell and just like the atmosphere. I got fucking chilled. I was like, damn, it's fucking Halloween. Well, you- today, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like October. I'll be honest with you. It's like freaking 90 degrees out there right now oh it's hot as fuck hey can you hear a, a dog barking in the background if you do i'm sorry uh, a little bit i'm fucking right. maya's trying to come inside the room uh just uh just uh, to let you know uh so i i've been sick the last couple of days uh oh, no. i told you and then if i sound weird i'm sorry it's it's my voice it's my throat i've been sick with a damn cough and a sore throat uh, i've been trying to uh work on this it's not covid i tested for covid and i came back negative um so sorry if i sound a little stuffy or my voice sounds weird uh please bear with me but yeah it's uh, it's it is it is october um you know time of ghouls and goblins and all the scary stuff out there um uh ooh, okay so and then i'm drinking a little bit of uh since my throat is a little a little raspy right now. I'm drinking yeah. some um, Gentleman Jack. So I, I hope Ooh, that helps nice. a little. Fucking Maya's all on my face. <laughs> no, but, uh, for those that don't know who Maya is, who's Maya? <laughs> the dog, the family dog. You don't hear her moaning? Jesus <laughs> fucking. We just heard little... you say that she's all over my face or like. Uh, she's on me, whoop. licking me. <laughs> fucking. She's a little um uh, uh, Australian Shepherd. She's cute mm. as shit though, but man, she had, she got an attitude, bro. Fucking annoying. Are uh, Australian Shepherds supposed to have an attitude or something? I don't even know. I just she's, <clears throat> she's a loyal little dog, but fuck, man, when she gets they're fucking smart crying, dogs, man. Yeah, they are. She fucking really starts crying, dogs. starts crying, but whatever. Uh, that's every dog is when they they become attached to you. They you know they uh they cry for you, just like my dog. Yeah. You know, every time I leave, or from what I hear, like she starts crying and stuff. Uh, how's your your week been, man? Uh, it's been good. Um, let's see. Oh, I saw a couple of Netflix uh movies or or actual shows. I don't know if you've seen uh the Squid Game. I seen the first episode. It's oh. trippy. <laughs> what you think? I like it. I thought I thought it was it's it's good so far. Like I said, I only seen one episode, but everybody keeps telling me like, man. <laughs> Yeah, shit's yep. blowing up on social media and shit. Um, what was I gonna tell you? I so I I watch I binged that shit right, and then yeah. um, 
I, then I got a, you know how every time you finish a, a a show on Netflix, it goes, oh, here's a recommendation of blah blah blah. Well, it recommended another one called Alice in Borderland. Dude, yeah. I think it's better than fucking Squid Game. If I same can, concept is the same concept, but this one's even crazier, bro. Like I like this one. I think I look. They were both well done. I'm not gonna lie, but this the Alice in Borderland is Alice crazier, dude. <laughs> crazier. I think they're preparing us with all these shows. Probably <laughs> conspiracy theory is that they're preparing us for the real thing. Like they're gonna have us comp- uh, compete with our lives and stuff. <laughs> Fuck that. Or oh, they probably, you know, there probably is already a game like that on, on the black web and shit. You never know. Um, but yeah, I haven't, I, like I said, I've seen the first episode of Squid Game. It's, uh, so far, I, I liked it. It was trippy. <laughs> it was trippy. Uh, so for, me, for, you, the, for you guys that haven't seen it, I, I recommend it. Danny recommends it. Um, it it's, uh, it's kind of like a survival of the fittest sort of type of thing it, show. It's uh, which are oh, the Squid Game? Yeah. The uh, uh, the Squid Game is more of um, they uh, there's so there's this game right in in Korea, yeah, in Korea, and uh, in order to go in, I guess everyone that's in the game, they're having uh, they have a goddamn what's it called fi- financial hardship. So all of them are like they owe money, like they're in, they're in a they're in debt. They're, they're in debt, kind of like debt. really bad. So in order, I guess you gotta play a couple games in order to win. Like this, like you become a multimillionaire, right? The thing is that if you lose in the game while playing, like oh, and you play kid games, you know, like hide and seek, tag, and all that shit. Red light, green light. Yeah, shit like that. But if you lose, they kill you on the spot. That's what makes uh, it like oh spoiler fuck. spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> and well the thing is like they make you sign the contract they just like if you lose you're out but they don't tell you <laughs> how you you know you thinking you're all right I'm out of the game yeah they don't tell you and that's how the game goes like uh, if you if you guys haven't seen it I it's 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 really trippy uh, yeah, if you don't mind really the other gory and uh, violent scenes if you guys don't mind that yeah. I don't, but it's pretty good. I recommend it. Uh, did you see in what other movie came out this week? Oh, I saw. I just today I saw uh, Adam's Family too for uh, the cartoon. That's just pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't even seen the first one, but no, uh, was it good? Funny, funny, good? No, or? like it's it's well done. I yeah. took uh, right. my goddaughter, her brother, and and uh, her dad. It was pretty good. Okay. I, I, I recommend it. If you have kids, go watch it. It's, it's good. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. i seen the, you know, the original Anna's Family with, with uh, what's her name? The the live version with oh, Christina Ricci. Hell yeah. And, and those are I was watching classics. it yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I never get tired of those, dude. I love those. Oh, man. I'll, right now, it's like every, 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 every network that you see, like, uh, what's that? Uh, Freeform and, 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 uh-huh. and uh, what's that? Uh, AMC channel. They're playing... All horror movies, like from the new Halloween nice. movies to the old old school Halloween movies. Same thing with the Nightmare on Elm Street. So it's a good time for all yeah, you horror fans out there. Always my favorite, dude. Nightmare on Elm Street. It's a good time for all your all you horror fans out there. It's a good time. Good time. You know, there's a couple of two movies. These are not uh, like scary movies per se, 
like kid movies, but there's one coming out called Clifford. You know the, the red dog. Yeah. I saw the trailer today. It looks pretty good, dude. It looks pretty funny. And then I saw, and then there's another one coming out. Like the guys that made um, oh, what's that shit called? We were talking about it last week with the the Mexican movie with the kid and the um, he goes into the afterlife. Coco. The, oh, Coco. The creators of Coco and I forgot what else. Mm-hmm. They make they made another movie. It's a Latin based movie too, about uh, the family has magic or something like that. But it oh, looks, I think yeah, yeah, I think dude, I it looks heard. good too. I want to watch that shit too. I can't. Uh, yeah, um, I I seen like uh, some clip bit about it. And then guess what comes out next week? I think it's next week. Uh, I think so. It's next week, if if I'm not mistaken, it's Halloween, right? Halloween yes, sir. Fuck yeah, yeah. We, we gotta go watch that, bro. Legit. Um, I was watching the uh the original one right now. Well, earlier today actually. Uh, well, not the original one. The the the, la- the last one that came out what like two years ago or something. Oh yeah, yeah, from the current, yeah. from this timeline. Yeah, from this okay, current. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, series or whatever you want to call it. Right. <clears throat> and um, yeah, I mean, October's October fifteenth. It comes out October fifteenth. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I can't wait. Uh, I'm not, you know, like I said, I have never been into. I'm not into the remakes of Halloween or Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, fan. I mean, but people like them. I'm not. I, I I just don't see why they have to remake them. The original ones still stand. They they're still doing. You I know think why they still... do it? Cause they have because they know they have a big fan base. And not only that, um, horror movies, dude. They take it takes little money to make, and they fucking make three times more than what they uh what they uh what it usually costs. So that's why you keep seeing a lot of scary movies. Like look at Blumhouse, dude. They make they make uh, a Wait, lot what? of fucking scary movies that um studio Blumhouse and then uh they 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 spend like not not a lot of, like a couple millions dude, like s- s- low money for them well, yeah, and, and in low return budget they make they, fucking like 3 yeah. 4 times that's how it is with uh with these movies dude that's why they make them first cuz they have a fan base dude that's number 1 yeah. and two they don't put too much effort like not effort but i mean like they don't put too much money into making the movie, so when they fucking put it out there, they get so much money back. You know what I mean? It ain't like like double oh seven or whatever. They put millions, fucking hundreds of millions of dollars, and then they barely make they break even. You know what I mean? So that's what I feel. You see, a well, lot I mean, of- yeah, and I and I agree with you. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, they should at least create their own, their oh, new something original. Yeah, I yeah. feel you on that too. I mean, I don't want to see the Halloween all over again. I mean, yeah, I guess it's a. Uh, uh, you know, they with the newer, you know, the way the world looks now, not yeah. like back in the days. But man, I'm I'm cool with that, dude. Like, like I feel you on that. Like, look, I'm a, I'm a big fan of a uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, fucking Chuck. Oh, and then Chucky, dude. Uh, series. The series on uh, is it sci-fi? I believe or what? I don't know. One uh, of those. Uh, USA. USA. Oh, USA. Network. When does that come out? Uh, it comes out shit. October twelfth, I believe. Right, we, gotta, uh, we gotta get on that. Anyways, um, see, so yeah, if you're gonna do like a series like that, like Chucky's fine because it's a series. It's gonna be uh different shit. You know what I mean? But if you're gonna do movies, like I feel, I feel you on that. Like, all right, chill on that shit. St- make something original. Make something new. You know what I mean? But when, if it no. comes to like shows, like like that Chucky show that's coming out, I'm down for that shit. Like if they were to make a a, a Nightmare on Elm Street a new show. Like that. Oh fuck! On Elvira, you know, Mistress of the Dark. 
yeah. on on Netflix. They're coming out every Sunday with a her own little thing for for October. So if you guys are a fan of that, um, of Elvira, fucking every Sunday on Netflix, they're gonna have like a special, like a little thing, like her show back in the day. So that's pretty cool. Hmm. Okay. That's cool. I didn't know about that one. That's cool. So Elvira on Sundays on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Just a new episode. I don't. The way they made it seem, it was, there was I saw the trailer. It's like a like a whole uh, like she's gonna like back. Remember, did you ever see her 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 show back in the day? Um, Mistress um, of the Dark. Yeah, Mistress. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I, was I, think little. Be, I think it's gonna be the same shit. Yeah, but only little, Sundays but though. I used to watch it only yeah, for yeah. October, so it should be it should be good. Hopefully, that's cool. Talking about movies, I'm gonna read a, a list of nice. movies, <laughs> top twenty. <laughs> Once nice. again, from uh, um, ranks from Ranker. Stop being a ranker, homie. Um, it, this one is by uh, movies that you know. Those movies that say when you know uh, a footage was found. Oh, by, found you know, footage, found yeah. footage videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so these are all scary movies. I haven't. I'm gonna read number twenty and and, and down. You know, all right, because I haven't. I haven't heard some of these. Maybe you have. But number twenty is gonna be Hell House, LLC. It came out in 2015. I don't know if you heard of that. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah. Number 19, the Pug Keepsy Tapes. The Pug Keepsy Tapes. How's it spelled? P-O-U-G-H-K-E-E-P-S-I-E. I, I know what you're talking about. I've seen, I've seen, uh, Pug I think, yeah, yeah, something like that. Something like I'm that? not even going to try it. I don't even, I got to actually see it. To, uh, it came out in 2007. Uh, number 18, The Bay. Oh, I've seen uh, that one with some... It was like some insects and shit. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> yeah, right? That's yeah. what's on, the, on the, the cover or whatever. Yeah, I've seen that shit. Was it good? i give it a fucking 5 out of 10. Uh, uh, number 17, Wreck 2. Yeah, I like the, the those. I like the Wreck ones. Yeah. Uh, number 16, The Fourth Kind. Fourth Kind. I, have I seen it? To, it came out on 2000 about the aliens. Uh, you know, there's third kind. Third oh, maybe, uh, maybe. Was, you, was, you know what it is? Is there's a lot of uh, movies with that same title, so I'm just confused. Yeah. But I know I've seen something like that. Number fifteen, Afflicted. Afflicted. I don't think I've seen that. That one's uh came out in 2013. I haven't seen it either. Uh, number fourteen, Troll Hunter. I've seen that one. All right. I give that uh, one. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. No, no, I I seen it too. What do you I, give it? All right, let's do a, 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 a from one one through five, not one through ten. That's too much bullshit. I give what it a three. <laughs> yeah, me too. I got a three point five. It has it had its moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, number thirteen, Paranormal Activity. Yes, I love those. Although I think that should be more up. We'll see. We'll see what's up in the higher in the list. Which one though? It was the first one. The first one, the original. I should be more down. That one's a real good one. Cause that shit legit. That no, that's make, what I'm saying. I think it yeah. should be like in the top five. All right, go for it. Uh, number twelve, Devil's Pass. Nope. Uh, number eleven, Quarantine. I seen this one. I seen that one too. It's, it's kind of like recording. Kind of like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, number ten, The Last Exorcism. Uh, it doesn't say which Last Exorcism. Yeah, it came out. It came out a couple years back. Yeah, it's uh, it's all right. Not bad. Um, number nine, uh, VHS two. Those are that that one's good too. Just like record or wreck, whatever. I haven't seen it. What's that about? 
It's uh, I know same it's about, shit. They found the tape and it's four. It's four tales, but they're they're creepy. You gotta watch them. I, I think you would enjoy it. it. It's one of those. It's one of those uh, don't fools that have a crazy vision. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but one of them. I remember one of them. Here, let me give you a quick one. One of the episodes. There's a a girl that likes this dude. So there's someone's recording the whole time, but it's kind of like uh, like they know they're being recorded. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the girl keeps staring at him, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, he takes her back to the room and they're trying to like have an orgy with some other people. And then the camera zooms down and her feet look like fucking like demon, like like claws. I don't know how to explain it. But at the end, that bitch was a demon the whole time. And she's in love with one of the guys and takes them. You can see the camera like it takes the camera. Like it's crazy. dude. You got to watch it. I don't want to spoil that shit. But watch those. Those are real good. Uh, Number eight, uh, Creep. I haven't seen that. No, I don't think I've seen it. Number seven, Cloverfield. Hell yeah, Cloverfield is dope. Cloverfield was good. I just wish the camera would have been moving a lot. Yeah, that shit. There was um, there was a point science saying like if you're fucking if you get lightheaded you you get vertigo when you're watching that shit. Or if yeah, if you're epileptic too, you they don't recommend it. Yeah, that shit too. Um, number six, the taking of Deborah Logan. No, I haven't seen. I think I heard it. I've never seen it. Uh, here we go. Top five. Number five, VHS, the first one. Yep. Good. Uh, number four, the Blair Witch Project. Yep. That's the that's the one, that that one started the whole thing. Yeah, that's the first thing the that genre. everybody. Yeah. I still remember, like, I couldn't even hear the fucking commercials at nighttime. I thought that shit was fucking real. Yep. Until I was, uh, late, I was uh, uh, up late night and I saw the actress on fucking Jay Leno or one of those. I was like, ah, oh, this shit was staged <laughs> for, for for like a whole week. These motherfuckers had me. I was like, damn, that shit's real. And then my cousin went to go see that shit. Like, because they had a, a like a secret location viewings. Not, you know, something like well, that. Well, and then there was only one theater that was playing it at that time. It was in Westwood somewhere. Or by UCLA. Yeah, yeah. They had a Liberty, whatever. My cousin saw it. She came back yeah. saying, dude, this shit's real. Blah, blah. It's like, she fucking hyped it up. And then I saw that shit was fake a week later. I was like, I still like it, though. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was just uh, too much, uh, too much building up for me. And at the end, I was like, "What the fuck? That's it!" Like, <laughs> I was kind of like disappointed at the end, but it was good. I feel I was. Uh, you know why I liked it, dude? Because I feel in real life, say something like that really happened, and you're recording. I don't think you will catch something on tape like that. You well, I mean? I mean, you heard the way they did it, right? Mm-hmm. Like they left those guys in real life. They left them in the in the woods somewhere. Like without eating or anything, they they were eating or anything, and they were going crazy. And then they told them like, just record what you gotta record. And then so a lot of it was like real, like how you re- how you would act in the woods after a, a certain time being out there alone and shit. I guess. Um, so yeah, the Blair Witch Project is basically what began with this whole genre right here of horror. Um, number three, Grave Encounters. I've seen that one. It's not bad. Okay, number two, S above, so below. So below. That was a good one, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that, was, that one tripped me out, dude. Because it it, it. it it uh, they start recording. You know those tunnels in France, uh, oh. the, the, the catacombs. Yeah, yeah. So the way they get it, even like the way they go in, like they have to go in because it's illegal to do that shit. They go through actual things. So uh, it'll you. If, if you're claustrophobic, dude, that's just gonna fuck with you. But it's it's good, bro. Uh, number one, wreck. 
Yeah. That that, that one VHS are, are are legit right there. That was that was your top list for uh found footage horror movies. Not um, bad. If you were to if they were to ask you to go into a house or anything, would yeah. you do it? What do you mean? I'd be like, more specific. Okay. So let's say, okay, we're gonna take you to this house. This house is known to be haunted. It's known to be uh the entities are known to attack you and if you go into this house and they go we give you a camera you go in there for an hour and they tell you just record just go in there and record by yourself by myself Fuck yeah no. <laughs> hell no dude <laughs> what if there's money involved if it's a lot of money yeah fuck yeah dude uh, all you, got, know, all you think about say, is money so you're like fuck let's yeah let's say a thousand Nah, we're being realistic here let's say a thousand a th- fuck it why not it's a, it's a thousand bro for a th- for an hour for an hour fuck yeah a thousand for an hour yeah of course <laughs> i will fucking negotiate like i'll tell you what if you give me two thousand i'll go in there for an hour um <clears throat> i don't know if i'll go in by myself i'll be like can i bring someone <laughs> i don't think i could go in there alone right. yeah for Look, dude, if they if they paid me right, I'd go on loan. If I got the, they gave me like a lot of money, I'd be like, go ahead, just do it for an hour. Fuck yeah, I'll do it. But I don't think I, if they were to tell me like, all right, you got to stay overnight by yourself, I don't think I would do that. I wouldn't sleep. I just wouldn't. I, I, I don't think, I, yeah, I wouldn't do it overnight. Especially if I start and, hearing shit, fuck that, dude. Yeah, and yesterday I was watching Ghost Adventures at night. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird how uh, Jason, what? What's the guy's name? Scott? No. Zach. Zach Bale? No. <laughs> oh, Zach, Zach Baggins. Zach Baggins. Of I like how he just tells the, the other guys, like, all right, Danny, you go in that room that for a That was a couple. fucking bully. Like, legit, dude. <laughs> it, just, it trips me out. And, like, these guys are like, why do I have to go in there? Like, some of them don't even fight them back. They're like, all right, fuck it. Like, I'll go in there. That's, that's but, was boss. That's why. Well, not only that, you know, they know they're getting paid good. But, true that, true that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was watching that yesterday, and I was thinking, I'm like, I, I don't know if I could do that. Well, I guess you're there with your friends or with right. people. But I mean, shit, dude, the way Zach Baggins like bullies these fools too. Yeah, like, that motherfucker does bully them for real. Like, though. I'll be like, can Legit. you, dude? Can can you say it in a nice way, please, <laughs> at least, or some shit? Hell like yeah! That? Like, damn, like. He definitely just goes like, hey, Danny, go in there now. Well, he's being mandilon, pendejo. <laughs> All right. So this week, uh, we're going to do some scary stories. Like really, well, we got some scary stories. I'm going to I'm gonna have three tells. I think, Danny, you have three, three I stories. Got, I got four, but. I got four, four of them, but okay. one of them is long, but it's fucking worth it, bro. Okay, so I have, I have, I think two or three. I'm gonna see if I could read all of them, just because you know, like I said, I'm, I'm a little, my throat is a little uh, sore right now. But I'm gonna try to do as many, uh, you know, as much as I can yeah. and stuff. But, uh, so we're gonna go into these three stories I chose. Um, I grabbed them from Reddit. Uh, you know, really good. Good app if you guys are looking out there to read some really nice scary stories. I recommend this uh, application. 
It's good for anything for it. It's not. It's just not scary stories. It's good for it. any type of shit you're looking out there. But it also is good for paranormal story. Any scary stories that you guys want to read. So I'm gonna read the first one. Uh, the first one um, is from a Karma Wish person that wrote this on the um, on the Reddit. Here we go. <clears throat> this happened when I was in elementary school, but it stuck with me till this day. It was a Monday night, a school night, as my grandma liked to call them. I had a curfew back then. At 8 o'clock, I had to be in bed. It was just past a little 8 when grandma sent me upstairs, told me to get into pajamas and go to sleep. Uh, I loved horror stories, and I still do, but was afraid of the dark. I went upstairs, uh, got into bed, and I turned the lights off. I had to fear that something would grab me and pull me under the bed. At that time, I shared the room with my older cousins who were 10 and 11 at that time. I laid st still staring into the hallway. At one point, a person came into the hallway. She wore a white dress and had long black hair hiding her face. I was so scared to see. My grandpa was in the room across the hall, but I wasn't about to tell him that some girl was floating around in our hallway. She looked like she was soaking wet and was a see-through. He could see through her. Uh, she never moved her head to turn or looked at me, but I knew she knew I saw her. Where she appeared from the from was the bathroom and right outside the door and a little to the left was our attic. I'd never been inside, but I, if I had to guess, I'd say she either came out of the bathroom or out of the attic. I didn't care where she came from, though. I was scared and almost peed in my pants. She floated down my hallway and then disappeared, and that was five years ago. I know in my last year of middle school, I haven't seen her since. I don't know what it was. And if you know what it is, please tell me. That's the first Damn. story. Alright. Um, I, I don't know when you were little... Uh, when you were sleep over at your cousin's house or family, did you ever, <laughs> did your aunt or uncle, any family tell you you have to go to sleep All the early? time. All the time. I remember, um, like, I could go sleep over my family's, friends, you know, cousin's house or whatever, friend's house. But it was weird because, you know, when you're at your house, you could sleep at my my curfew. I really never had a curfew, but, I mean, I was already knocked out by 10 o'clock, right? Look. My curfew for me, yeah, you're right. No, no real curfew. They would just tell me when we're making too much noise. But all right, it's time to go to sleep. And that's it. That's how you knew. <laughs> but it was weird because when you would go over to other people's houses, like your aunt or your uncle, or whatever, they would tell you like, "Hey, uh, okay, I saw my social. You know, it's eight o'clock. It's time to go to bed." You were like, yeah. "Like what? <laughs> that's too. It's too early." Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna go to my second. Um, story, story. Ah, uh, sorry, dude. It's fine. Um. Okay, so this one is uh from uh this person didn't want to say his name, so it said uh well the, the title of this is this is a true story that happened to me. For some perspective, my room had three room three doors, one to the closet, one to one to leave the room, and one to the attic. Having the attic in the room is already a bit unnerving 
but what happened recently keeps me awake at night. Every day I heard noises from this attic. I assume it was squirrels because my family was having squirrel problems around the time that I started hearing these noises. But one night, the noises sounded louder than normal. Less scurrying and more loud thumps and shuffling. I didn't think much of it and continued my night just ignoring the noises. I got tired and started walking to my bed. The noises still not stopping. Once I laid in bed, my ear was facing the wall that went into the attic. This only enhanced the noises before I turned my head to the other way. I heard what was undeniably a cough. I laid there in shock for a few seconds before quietly getting out of my bed and quickly leaving the room. I slept on the couch that night. To this day, when I bring up these noises, they just blame it on squirrels. Squirrels don't cough. (laughs) I keep a chair pinned against that door now, and every time I hear a noise, I get out of the room. (laughs) This guy, oh fuck, I, I think I would do the same thing, man. Fuck that. I would never, nah. Yeah, if I heard anything, how do you have three doors in in, in your own room? That's weird. That's some fucking, uh, yeah, dude. That that's kind of scary too. Yeah, three doors, like in the room. I mean, he said there's one to get out of the room, one to the attic, and one to the bathroom. He said, right? One to the attic. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, he said. Want to leave the room and want to. Want- that's oh, just- oh shit! You're breaking up. Want to the want to the closet. That one already like will spook the hell out of me because closet. You know what they said about closet doors only. I can never sleep with the closet door open. Same here. <laughs> and I can never sleep with the door up into the room. So that already right there. I have to have those two closed. But if I have a door to the attic in my room, dude, that's a another whole level. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this guy would do this. Um, but <laughs> he did. It. I hold on. This one's short. I'm gonna read it, but it's pretty, pretty creepy. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is from a uh, flicker, uh, flicker ring lights. Broke this story. It's really quick. States, my five-year-old daughter said to me, Mommy, I really going to I'm really going to miss Emily. I racked my brain and could not recall a friend named Emily, so I asked her about it. I'll never forget these words. She set her chocolate down, glanced up at me with the most casual face, and said, You know, the girl who crawls out of from under the bed and plays with me. <laughs> Fuck that. And you know, little kids, they never lie, dude. Yeah, nah, now when it comes to shit like that. Yeah, so uh, those are those are three stories I'm going to read this week. Not um, bad, bro. I like them. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, my throat's a little raspy. Sorry, you guys. All good. If all I sound good. like shit. Uh, yeah, those are, those are my three right, stories. Good job, man. I guess um, I'll take over from here then. All right, so this is going to be my first story for you guys for the night. Okay, here we go. So I go to Chinatown super often for personal business and it's every time of the day, 12 p.m., 10 p.m., 1 a.m. There's a bank with two lion statues. At first I thought they were housing units for elders possibly, but it wasn't until last night that I realized they were a bank because of what I saw. 
So the first time was a couple of weeks ago. I was leaving, walking to my Uber, and I had these nasty feelings. I was being watched, and I look around and look up and see this red skeletal face staring down at me. I look down and look back up, and it's no longer there. It's no longer staring at me from the first floor window, but instead it's staring staring at me from across. So four windows, imagine the tip of the X is where the window is. So it's at the bottom right window and then it's uh, it's at the top left window staring at me and I just run to my Uber. Second time happened to me in the daytime. I just want to emphasize that there isn't any way I look up. I could look in there as the windows are blacked out. My partner told me to stop staring up there because it happened to me so much. Finally my partner saw it too and freaked out too. But it was always like either skeletal red face or who I assumed was an Asian elder as they were always roaming Chinatown all wild hours. Well, last night it hit me that it was a bank when I was leaving and I saw the damn thing again. I freaking walk to Broadway and see the damn thing staring at me and see that the building is a closed off bank that hasn't been working since the pandemic began. And I'm freaking out because I know of another person now that saw it, felt it. So that wasn't my partner or I. Anyone else uh, see weird stuff in Chinatown? So this right here, local bro in LA. And I know what bank she's talking about, dude. It's right, it's right, right before you leave. You're going up towards uh, like the Dodger Stadium. There's a bank in the, I don't know how to explain it. I forgot the, it's by, um, what street is this? Well, re- regardless, I know what bank she's talking about or whoever wrote by, this. By Dodger State, the Bank of America? No, no, it's not a, it's not a bank. Of, it's an Asian bank, you know. It, oh, it has two okay, lions. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, you've seen Chinatown. it. I yeah, know yeah, what you're Chinatown. talking about. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah, right. yeah. So this story right here. This is my second story. All right, here we go. This was in 2014 or 2015. My girlfriend and I were staying in a hotel called Stay on Main. I only learned later about the hotel's history. I only stayed there because it was cheap. That place was freaky as fuck, but anyways... My girlfriend and I were walking to a parking structure where our car was be- where our car was because we planned on going to Disneyland. As we were walking there, my girlfriend noticed a shortcut to the car down the alley. My instincts told me no. Let's just walk around since it's a nice day outside anyway. She insisted. Fuck it, let's go. As soon as we turned into the alley, I noticed right away that a man in a hoodie quickly turned and followed us down the alley as soon as we went. I told my girlfriend under my breath. Don't freak out, but we're being followed. I told I told her to run and get help while, while I fight him off. As we started to pick up our pace to create distance from him, I noticed that this alley's a dead end. There's no way out, but to go back from where we came, this man was closing distance on us. Had his hands in his hoodie pocket by the belly. I make a fist with, the, with my keys as I turn around to face him, ready to fight. We pass a dumpster. I swear to fucking God, guys, two men in perfect business suits with briefcases say good morning and pass us walking very fast. They popped out of nowhere. They had black sunglasses, wore white, and tall at least six feet. I couldn't say anything. I couldn't give them the greeting of the day back. I was in shock. This man that was following us had turned around and sprinted out of the alley. My girlfriend and I followed the two suits the two suited men out to, out of the alley back to the public streets. Hoodie guy was nowhere to be seen. But then we some, somehow lost the two men in suits. 
I swear to God, they saved my life and my girlfriend, now my wife. I'm convinced, I'm, I'm convinced they were angels who protected us from a potential tragedy. I still give my wife shit till this day about taking that shortcut through the alley. So this one was more of um of uh, angels, I guess, if you want to say it. Oh, okay. All right. But he said uh, those two, it was like a one-way alley, a dead end. And it said right. they weren't, they didn't even, there was no one walking towards them out of nowhere. Those two men just out of nowhere just appeared. And the other dude just fucking fled. Crazy, huh? And then when they followed the guys out to the alley, to the main street, they, they were gone. That's this crazy. took place here in LA? Cecil Hotel, bro. Oh, they were staying on Stay on Main. <laughs> that's what it's called Hell now. So that's no. a Cecil Hotel, bro. Nope. All right. This is my third story. Hello, everyone. I have told everyone in my family this story, but I have never gone online to speak about it. Before I start, I just want to say that I am very skeptical about ghosts, but I had an experience as a child that I still cannot explain. Back when I was seven, eight years old, we used to live in LA in an apartment building, 2000, 2001. And one morning I started my day at my day as I usually did. I went straight into the kitchen to get some cereal. As I began to pour the milk into the bowl, a very soft voice from what appeared to be a young girl my age whispered towards my left ear. All I heard was, I love you. Almost immediately I felt a cold rush go by me. And the part that still haunts me is that I felt air rush through my ears, just like when someone whispers on your ear when they are next to you. Being seven years old, I dropped a bottle of milk and bolted straight into my room where my sister were. I was pouring I was pouring tears trying to explain what just happened while they laughed. This apartment was odd and that experience haunts me still. I tried to tell myself that I was just probably hallucinating, but I guess I will never know. Before that, I had another experience. Me and my brothers and sisters fell asleep in the living room. We watched the movie. I woke up a couple hours later in pitch darkness when I heard frying in the kitchen, which was next to the living room. My sister would later confirm that she also heard it. Again, no explanation. Thankfully, we moved out of there in uh, 2003 into a new house, and I have not had any experiences since then. Every time I go back there, I remember those experiences. And the AT&T building that is four to six stories across the street does not help at putting me at ease either. It is an ugly old windowless building that houses some some type of dispatch center for AT&T. I know where she I know where that building's at. It's here on Vermont, bro. It's in Koreatown. <laughs> it's by the um it's if you if you if you go down third in Vermont and you keep going up, going towards Beverly, you're gonna pass that AT&T building. It's right across from a KFC and shit, by a shopping center. And it oh, does look, I know what you're talking about, it does look all fucking run down. You, all you see is bums and shit. <laughs> Alright, this, this is going to be the last story, and this one's a little bit long. So bear with me, I hope I don't fuck up. Alright, my eyes are blurry right now. <clears throat> Alright, here we go. This is a real experience that I had during missionary service in LA, California, back in 2010. I feel like a lot of LDS missionaries have similar experiences, but I don't hear them often, mostly because the people I know don't really like to talk about them. I know this is a little long, but it was consecutive yeah, consecutive days that things happened. I had been a missionary living in LA for about six to eight months at the time these experiences occurred. And to this day, I haven't been able to come up with logical explanations for what happened. So to paint a picture, 
a little bit better, I'll give you a little bit of context. As a missionary, you get called to serve in an area assigned to you by church leaders, and it can be anywhere in the world. My particular calling was in LA, and I was to work mainly in the Spanish-speaking communities. You live and work with a partner or your companion, and you serve and visit families and individuals in your assigned area. During this time, I was assigned to an area which is just west of downtown LA, near Koreatown. While you are a missionary, you live in housing paid for by the church, so you don't get to choose your apartment or the area in which you live. At the time, my companion and I were in a little one-bedroom apartment in a small complex. We had just moved out of our old apartment and into this new complex. As missionaries, you don't really spend too much time in your apartment since you're out, you're out at appointments with people that you are teaching and visiting for pretty much the whole day up, up until 9 or 9.30 at night. Our apartment was tucked into a corner with another apartment and the neighboring family always had their door open. I noticed as we were moving stuff in, they had a lot, and I mean a lot, of porcelain statues of the Virgin Mary. Some had candles around them and others were placed in the makeshift altars. After spending a lot of time with many different Hispanic families from all over Central and South America, this was something that I was accustomed to seeing. It's very common in the Hispanic culture and many believe that these figurines and altars will help make their house more holy and keep out bad spirits. Although thinking back on it, they had way more than any other house that I had visited and that was just what was able to be seen in the living room. Went from the front door, was open. The first night we slept in the apartment, things seemed pretty normal. I don't really sleep well. Pretty sure I have a mild case of insomnia. It takes me a while to fall asleep and when I do, I'll never, I'll never sleep for very long. I always seem to wake up around 2 or 3 in the morning no matter how tired I am. This night was no different. I woke up and I remember that I was pretty cold, but we had a window unit that we turned on before bed. So I attributed it, I attributed it to that. I like to sleep cold so I can get a huge blanket and wrap up. The bedroom was a decent sized bedroom. There were two twin beds, almost like a dorm room, and then two small dressers. The beds were underneath a window that was higher up and about half the length of the wall. They faced the closet, which was basically these two huge mirror slider doors that went from floor to ceiling and went the length of the wall. These closet doors were pretty sturdy and took a little bit of effort to open. The next day we got up, made breakfast, and headed out for the day. This day started the first string of weird coincidence that ultimately led to more. We began by visiting a young family that lived with their mom in an old apartment complex. This family consisted of a single mom, her son probably in his mid-twenties, her daughter and her daughter's husband and their baby daughter. We started chatting and engaging in normal small talk and then randomly the son said, hey did I ever show you guys that picture on my phone that I found? We told him no and then he proceeded to tell us the story about the picture he had taken off his baby niece and her high chair in the, in the kitchen. He told us he was just scro uh, scrolling through his pictures on his phone a couple of days earlier when he came across the picture of his niece and noticed something in the corner of the picture that he hadn't seen when he took the photo. He said he had been feeling uneasy in the house and that he kept hearing weird things but never really knew for sure what was going on so he never really thought much about it. When he was looking at the picture he noticed that there was a figure of a girl standing in the corner of the kitchen and he said it was a ghost that he thinks had been haunting the whole family for the past couple of months. I was pretty skeptical and asked if, I, if he still had the picture and he eagerly pulled it out and handed me the phone. This was the first time in my life that I ever seen a picture like this. She was standing there, behind the knees in the high chair, just looking at the camera. She was young, maybe in her teens, with jet black hair to her shoulders. 
She had what looked like a satchel over her shoulder and, and her eyes were just black, completely black. She was wearing a modest white dress with sleeves to her elbows and her mouth was barely open as if she was about to speak and she was completely transparent. It was weird. He told us stories of the things that had been happening in the house. There were only two bedrooms in the little apartment, so he shared a room with his sister and brother, brother-in-law and their daughter. He recounted that at night he would feel the room get cold and he would wake up and feel a weight on his chest that made it hard to breathe. As soon as the weight was lifted, he would look around, he would look around the room and nobody else would be awake, but he knew that someone was watching him. One night in particular, the brother-in-law woke up and felt that there was someone in the room with them. He sat up and saw a shadow leaning over the baby's crib and when he tried to get out, out of the bed to get to his baby, he ins instantly became paralyzed and couldn't move to get, to get up. We got home around 9 o'clock that night. I woke up at 1.30am. I was freezing cold. We didn't even turn our window unit on before the bed night because we had left our window open while we were gone. After about 5 minutes, I got the feeling that I wasn't the only one awake and figured my companion had woken up and rolled over or something since it was cold in our room. I looked over to see and he was still asleep and hadn't moved. I rolled over again and closed my eyes. I started to doze off and then had weird dreams about that picture and the, and the ghost girl. I remember I kept half waking up and remembering seeing, feeling like people were watching me sleep. The next day was pretty normal except for dinner. As a missionary, you usually try to eat dinner with people who are members of your congregation that you attend. That way you can spend time with the members and get to know them and serve them and their families. And sometimes they have friends or families that want to know more about our church that they refer you to. Plus it's always nice to get a home cooked meal from someone else. This particular night we were eating dinner with a single mom and her three young kids. She lived in a very, very small studio apartment stuffed with two twin beds and a small kitchen table. She was originally from Guatemala and when she moved to the state she moved into this building to get her her and her kids off the streets. It was an ancient building. It was big, had like six floors and was in constant need of maintenance. The elevators never worked so you always had to take the stairs. There were roaches everywhere. Half of the apartments were vacant, including the apartment directly next to hers and also the one directly above hers. I remember we were getting ready to leave and head back home for the night when she closed the door, stepped outside of the apartment and told us she needed our help. She then proceeded to ask us what we thought about ghosts. She started to talk to us about these noises she was hearing in the apartment next to, to her and above her. She said that there was nobody living in those apartments but recently she had heard voices through her walls from the apartment next to her that were asking for her kids by name. She went and knocked on the door but obviously nobody answered since there was nobody living there. But she heard laughing and little footsteps like someone was running around in there. On another occasion, she said that she heard tapping on the ceiling. She thought it was nothing until the tapping became more like pounding and got louder and louder. She said she felt very afraid and told us, Me sentí muy mal, which means she felt bad, like a very negative and scary feeling. She hit the ceiling with the broom handle, but it just got louder and louder and went on for a couple of minutes and then just stopped. You could see it in her face that she was terrified and worried, especially since whatever it was knew her kid's name. We spoke with her a little longer, then said a special prayer with her to bless her house and then left. I don't really remember much of the bike ride home. I just remember I was thinking about these previous two days and the weird stories these people were telling me. As we, as we were getting ready for bed, I remember my companion closed the gigantic mirror closet doors when I was heading to the bathroom to brush my teeth. I was super tired. 
I think I fell asleep first that night, which was a rare occurrence. But without fail, 2 o'clock a.m. arrives and my eyes open. I was so sleepy, which is different than when I usually wake up in the middle of the night. Most of the time I wake up almost wide awake, so this time was like something woke me up. I was freezing again. I rolled over on my side facing the wall and tried to close my eyes to sleep again when I heard a faint squeaking noise. I went, it went for a second, then stopped, like whatever it was, realized it was making noise, then waited for a minute to make sure it didn't wake anyone up, then kept going. It sounded like somebody was wheeling something across the floor or opening a window. I rolled over slowly after the noise stopped, expecting to see my companion at his dresser grabbing something or coming in from the bathroom, but he was sound asleep. He was um, facing to uh, the other wall. I, st I stared at him for a second, then rolled back over and, and stopped mid-roll as I noticed the closet door was open about a foot. I stared at the big mirror door for a good 15 seconds, trying to remember if he had closed the door before we went to bed, and I was sure he did. I figured that maybe he had gotten up or opened it after I fell asleep, and I managed to close my eyes and get some more sleep. During breakfast the next morning, my companion came into the kitchen and asked me if I had opened the closet door during the night. I told him no, and that I thought he was the one that opened it. He looked at me kind of weird, almost like he was trying to figure out if I was messing with him or not. I didn't really think much of it either, and for some reason didn't tell him anything about the weird noise I had heard. We went and met up with another set of missionaries that, that were in a nearby area because that day we were going on what we called splits. Splits are basically when you trade companions for 24 hours. You either stay in your area and work with a missionary from another area or you go to the other missionary's area and work there with his companion and then you switch back the following day. I was assigned to stay in our area and work with a missionary that I had worked with before so I was pretty excited about, about it since we were buddies. Come dinner time, we went. Come dinner time, we met a lady from our congregation at her house for some homemade carne asada burritos and pico de gallo. We got there and she gave us our food, and then she told us about a friend she had that lived across town who was a widow. She told us that her friend was having a really hard time being in her house alone because there were spirits that were tormenting her. She told us that the woman lives in this big house by herself and hasn't slept in over a week because she, when she sleeps these spirits try to attack her she said that the woman has had things thrown at her she's been scratched and had her hair pulled and had all sorts of other stuff that has been going on and that she couldn't afford to move or go somewhere else we got back to the apartment and got ready for bed i remember that the whole time that i was getting ready i felt like there were other people in our apartment other than the two of us i didn't tell my companion anything about the story from the previous two days nor did i tell him about the noise I heard the night before and my other companions questions about our closet door. He didn't, he didn't seem to notice anything weird about our apartment or at least he didn't say anything and just uh, hopped into bed. I remember that night I personally made sure the closet doors were all the way shut. 2.45 a.m. I woke up and checked my alarm clock. Sometimes I wake up just to roll over and I can fall back asleep pretty quickly if I'm lucky. I remember as I rolled over I thought I saw the closet door was open about a foot. I ended up falling back asleep. 3.30 a.m. I opened my eyes stared at my alarm clock. I remember I was on my side facing the wall and it was freezing cold again. I remember this time when I woke up I was wide awake. Not groggy. Not that weird half sleep thing where, where it's hard to open your eyes. I was completely awake and alert. I remember feeling immediately on edge like someone was watching me just waiting for me to move. 
I remember feeling the hair on my body stand up, stand on end that it was silent. I sat there motionless for a good 10 minutes, waiting for the feeling to go away, but it didn't. It just kept getting more and more intense. I was still lying on my side, and then I started to feel what felt like really cold fingers slide under my comforter by my neck. They grabbed my blanket, and I could feel the knuckles of the fingers on the neck and shoulders as they started to pull my covers down off my body. Slowly, my comforter was going from my neck to my shoulders to my elbow and then to my waist. And then one big tug, and they were thrown down past my knees and off to the foot of the bed. I was frozen and had closed my eyes. I couldn't talk. I couldn't yell to my companion for help. I sat there for what felt like forever, just kept feeling like gust or air across my body, almost like someone or something was breathing on me. Every now and then, I, it felt like it would lightly scratch me or lightly run its fingers along my arm. Eventually, it stopped, and I told myself that one. And I told myself that on the count of three, I was going to turn over and look. I turned over and looked all around the room. Nothing. It was silent. My companion was sound asleep, facing the other wall, and his covers were totally fine. He looked untouched and clearly hadn't been awake since we went to bed. I did notice, however, that the closet door was open about three feet—not all the way open, but more than it was before. Without a doubt. Whatever had been coming into my room at night was coming from there. The feeling that something was watching me never went away. I never told my original companion what had happened, and weird enough, once he came back, nothing happened again. I don't know why I never told him what happened, and I don't know if I ever will. Since I've returned from my missionary service, I have had other experiences as well. If there are any other people that have had experiences while serving your mission, I'd love to hear about them. Also. Is it normal to have like three days of people telling you about paranormal stuff or small incidents before something happens to you? Has that happened to anyone else? Anybody have any ideas on what was coming out of the closet those few days? I've never really looked much into it, but I'd love to hear what people think. And that's the end of that story. It seems like the whatever entity or whatever, right? It's following them. <laughs> that was a long one, but it was creepy though, huh? Yeah, it seemed like uh. Wherever he goes. Yeah. Like, it seems like they're following him or something. Um. Yeah, dude. It fucking... And what I like about these stories, dude, they're in... Uh, they're all in in L.A., <laughs> like, near Koreatown and shit. So that's pretty cool. I guess Koreatown is uh, haunted. <laughs> I guess so. But that's all I have for today, bro. Those are my stories for tonight. Yeah. All right. that's That was cool. Hope you guys enjoyed all the stories that we told today. Um, it's the beginning of October, so you know it's time to scare some people up. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll probably have some more stories next week. Um, if you guys have any stories, hey, if you guys want to come on and tell your any story that you might that you might have, uh, come on and join us. And tell your story. Just, have, just, just be free on Sundays. That's when we record. <laughs> yeah. Or just send us a message on uh, what's that? Drinking with the unknown at yahoo.com or on our IG page, Facebook page, even Twitter. Um, slide into those DMs. <laughs> yeah, slide into those DMs for sure. But uh, <clears throat> um, if you guys enjoyed it, let us know. Give us feedback. Uh, and then thank you for joining us another week on drinking with the unknown danny do you have anything that you might want to add have a great week man it's halloween's coming up 
Um, do you, do you have any? Are you gonna dress up Hell this year? Yeah. Do you have any idea I what? Told you, black eyed kid. Oh, that's right. That's right. You, you are. Easy you're gonna be a black. Easy. <laughs> All I gotta do is buy the contacts. I'm golden right there. All right, home. Until next time, you guys make sure you guys be safe out there. Remember, don't look back. Don't look up. Until next time, thank you for coming. I'll see you later.